Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome. My name's Brenda Lanoff, and this is the Brenda's Mindful Healing Show. Today, I'm having a conversation with Michelle Meyer, and I'm very, very pleased to have Michelle on. Um, I've had her on my show um, once before, and now I'm excited because she is going to be giving us information about a new process. Um, I've never heard before, and I think it deserves um, to be out there in the public, and people need to hear this message. So I'll just give you some information about Michelle. She's an accredited Golding Sleep Talk consultant at unconditionallylove.com.au and an Amazon number one best-selling author for Embraced by the Divine, the Emerging Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose. Michelle Meyer is a member of the IACT, or International Association of Counselors and Therapists, and is passionate about building strong self-esteem and emotional resilience in all children so they can reach their full potential. Michelle's particular interest is working with children on the autism spectrum as well as in in applying the principles of the Golden Sleep Talk process to people of any age suffering from acquired brain injury or ABI and is currently doing research into this. Since 1995, Michelle has been running her successful private practice, Angel Wings Healing, in Melbourne, Australia, and works with clients globally. She's been interviewed on numerous international radio shows and Talis Summit. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you, Brenda. It's lovely to be back on your show again. I had such a good time last time. I think we both did. So hopefully this will be equally as good, if not better. Exactly. I, I've known you for several years now, Michelle. It goes back. I, I know it's been about three years anyways, and you do phenomenal healing work. So I am so interested in this process that you're going to be talking about um, this golden sleep talk. So uh, can you tell me, how how did you get involved in this process? What led you to that from the work that you were doing or are doing now? Okay, well, one of the main things that I noticed, and I know you also um, you know, work with therapy as well, and you probably noticed the same thing, that when you're working with clients and you peel back all the layers to get to the very core of what the presenting issue is, a lot of the time uh, you can identify this as a feeling of being unloved, unlovable, not good enough, somehow defective, not uh, feeling either safe or secure in the world, those base chakra kind of issues. And the, these issues that we're working with, with people in their you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, even older, um, these issues have been affecting that person's life all the way through from probably early childhood. So for me to be able to work with children to get the firm foundation beliefs established as early as possible, even from six months onwards, of feeling loved, lovable and secure at the deep subconscious level. That sets up the firm foundation of emotional resilience and high self-esteem for life. And I've also, uh, I learned a long time ago that about 85%, that's a phenomenal amount, 85% of people suffer from low self-esteem in one or more areas of their life. 
So wouldn't it be beautiful if we could be working with the children to set up these firm foundational beliefs for life so that their self-esteem, their confidence, their ability to make empowered decisions, not you know settling for second best or not aiming high, not having the confidence to try new things, it, wouldn't that be just amazing? You know, that's that's where I'm coming from. Just giving the kids the best, best possible start for them to reach their full potential, whatever that potential is. And you know, I've, over the years, I've worked with lots of children anyway, often through their parents. And you know, it's the same issues come up over and over again. It's the anxiety, the lacking of confidence, the poor self-esteem, the bullying, all these kind of things, which are addressed so beautifully by Sleep Talk. Perfect, and it's true. I mean, it, it, you know, everybody has um, issues, and I think the the uh, poor self esteem, eighty five percent. I'm even sensing it's higher than that, Michelle. Um, and it affects most of us. Uh, uh, you can, so many issues can um, come out of um, problems because of low self esteem. So, um, tell me more about that. What what do you think is below that? When you start peeling away the um, layers, what is the, the core issue? The core issue that, is feeling unloved. That's okay. basically it. And that's one of the reasons why I chose the name for my dedicated Sleep Talk website of Unconditionally Loved because that that sums it up. We are creating the beliefs that will replace any faulty beliefs in the subconscious mind of feeling unconditionally loved. When someone feels unconditionally loved, they can weather the storms of life so much better. And, you know, they're coming from that secure base. And that is is pivotal. It affects every aspect of our lives. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And so what happens, Michelle, if you start working with someone at, say, six months of age, what happens when they do come into some trauma at some point in their life that's going to happen how is that how does that how does that work will they still react the same way if they they uh, did not have this golden sleep talk or or will they be able to handle the storms much better I think you've just answered the question perfectly <laughs> already but yeah um, you know what you're saying is is absolutely true um, the if you have that firm foundation of feeling unconditionally loved, lovable and secure, it means that if trauma is, uh, you know, comes into your life later on, that you, ha- you, know, you can make that subconscious choice uh, of, okay, does this fit with my belief set or not? You know, it, it gives you a much better basis from which to respond so you can respond in a more positive way and you know perhaps as an adult or a slightly older child obviously not at the six months level but you can uh, make that choice to say no this doesn't fit my belief set this is just something passing through and you know almost let that go through to keep it's just something that you can get through um, for instance there's uh, a a guy in Melbourne, his name's Gary Johnson. He's a psychotherapist and he's a clinical hypnotherapist and he specialises in trauma and PTSD, so post-traumatic stress disorder. And his uh, endorsement, it's a fairly long one, but it's on uh, the Unconditionally Loved website. But part of it is um, in his endorsement, he says, using strategies that the unconscious understands Sleep talk forms a direct path to the parts of the memory holding high levels of anxiety and distress, encouraging the mind to reframe the original event and strengthening the self-image and an awareness of safety. With the parents involved in the process, that awareness of safety is enhanced. And he says, I highly recommend sleep talk for all anxiety disorders in children. Okay. So, I mean, this is so interesting because this post-traumatic stress disorder, I think, is on the increase uh, just with everything that's happening within the world. And um, can you give an example of uh, a client and just sort of walk us through the process of what that looks like? Uh, how, How would you work with a child? Okay, well, the process, the fundamental process is the same 
for all children regardless of the presenting issues. So the uh, process that I take them through, and I just want to make it really clear to start off with, a lot of people hear the word sleep talk and they think that that's, you know, oh, you're teaching the children how to sleep, are you? And no, that's that's missing the point. The point is that the process itself is something that I train the parents to do. Uh, it's just two minutes a night. And they are trained how to bring the child uh, into a light state of sleep um, from whatever state of sleep the child is in. And then at that level of light sleep called an alpha state, um, they administer these foundation statements. So that's the core of it. And the, the first three months of the program, and that may sound a lot to some people, especially when the changes can happen very, very quickly, but there's a rationale which I'll explain later on behind that. The, the foundation statements are about helping that child to feel loved, lovable and safe in a, a lot of different aspects. It's very empowering for the parents as well. Also, it will help them to heal their own inner child stuff um, if there is indeed any left, which most of us have a little bit. So the, when I start off with the first consultation with the parent, it's about finding out what the presenting issues are with the child, what the family situation is, the family dynamics and so on, and taking measurements across a whole lot of parameters, so such things as um, behaviour, emotional, home situation, physical, academic and so on, and that forms the basis. And then the parent does this process for two minutes a night, that's it, um, with each child, if there's more than one child under 16 in the family. And um, then we do, and I keep in touch with that client uh, each couple of weeks to find out the progress and make sure they're on track and motivated and so on and so forth. We do a review at three months to see what has shifted and changed. And it is amazing how much will shift and change within three months. Sometimes the parents don't even realize how much has shifted and changed until we go uh, through this uh, detailed report and then they're going oh wow that's amazing and then we can also that also gives us a reference point to see if there is anything else that we need to do judging by what hasn't shifted and changed um, if there is anything else that we need to do perhaps introducing specific suggestions around um, anxiety or whatever the remaining issue is, the core of the remaining issue is and then we work with that for another three months and then there's a, a final review. Just to step you through um, a real life case that I've had which covers a lot of the issues that come up in Sleep Talk is a lady um, in Melbourne who has a two-year-old and um, just turned one-year-old now and she started the sleep talk process, got results the first night. Like um, wow. with both of her children, there were results the first night. I found that's really common. Uh, sometimes they can be a, a bit of an ab reaction as well as, you know, oh, these, you know, the subconscious mind is saying, hey, these new beliefs that don't fit with what's already in here, you know, what I'm programmed for. And there can be a slight ab reaction. Or it can just be that, you know, the child uh, maybe sleeps really well or wakes up bright and happy the next morning or whatever it is. Everyone is very different. So that one of the reasons that we uh, work with all the children in the family under 16, provided they're all living in the one dwelling, is why would you tell one child you love them and not the other? And the child that was the you know problem child to start off with, with this lady, the two-year-old, uh, no, the... Um, the one who was seven months when we started the process, uh, she was fine. You know, a couple of days into it, she's fine. But then this other child, who'd always been, you know, the good child, the easy child to deal with, he, uh, to d use his mum's word, he became feral. And he was feral for about a week because all of the stuff that he'd been repressing, which was largely a lot of his mum's stuff too, about the resentment that she had felt and he had felt of being separated from each other for three months when he was very young while uh, this lady was pregnant with the second one because uh, she had gestational diabetes, she'd been on IVF multiple times 
and she was in hospital a lot of the time. So, you know, it, it was just circumstances, but she was really resentful that she was kept away from her child at such a pivotal time. And he had been harbouring all this deep-seated resentment, which came forth with a, a gush. So this all came out and said, keep going with this, keep going. It took about a week and then he settled down and he's really, really good. So she kept going with the sleep talk process with both of the children for quite a while. And then she took it upon herself to say, oh, everything's fine now, I don't need to keep doing this. And she stopped with the little boy and she didn't tell me. Naughty, naughty. And I, I, I thought, you know, from the comments between us um, that she was still continuing on with it. I had no idea that she'd actually stopped the process. Now, the reason that even when the shifts take place, which is often very early on in the process, that we keep going is that it can take, depending on which text you read, anywhere from 21 days to 40 days to change a belief at the subconscious level for the new neural pathways to be set in place, so to speak. So it was this, this lady, it was like she was trying to alter the recipe of a cake when she didn't know the basic recipe. So this is one reason why I'm in constant contact with people to make sure that they are actually doing what they're supposed to because the process works if you do it as exactly as instructed and stick with it. Um, so anyway, she uh, contacted me very concerned that this little boy's behaviour had suddenly regressed and he was not bad with his sister but he still you know, seemed to be not, not in the space that he'd been before and I said, oh, why did you stop? Anyway, she started again now. He was feral for about a day and now he's absolutely fine. The shifts took place pretty quickly. Um, but he did need to go through that little phase, which was his idiosyncratic thing of, of being feral for a day, in her words, um, before he went back into the, the right you know, beliefs that the new beliefs were taking over again. And now she is prepared to stick with it um, until we do a review and I say, okay, that's enough. Um, you know, the shifts and changes have all taken place. Obviously, she thought everything was fine, but it was a bit premature. So this is one of the reasons why over the years, um, Sleep Talk's been around now, around the world now for the last 40 years. Over the years, the process has been refined, tweaked, nurtured, experimented with you know, hundreds of case studies, thousands probably from around the world, many of which are on my website, um, that getting it into the best possible frame. So pa parents coming in with a little bit of knowledge but thinking they can, oh, you know, I think I can do this better. I think he's all right now. Let's just stop. Now, do it exactly as instructed and stick with it. That's the key to the success yes. of this whole process. I, I believe that, and I know, Michelle, how gifted you are, and maybe it might things might seem like they could be very simple, um, um, but I think it's people do have to just stick with the program, and I, I think they're, you know results can be very subtle. Um, it may not be like a very obvious when shifts happen in general. I don't know if that's you know the case for yourself or not, but um, it's just sticking with it, isn't it? And I like the idea that how you're really there, like you are not just teaching it, but you are following up, you know, you're, you're spending oh, yeah. time. And I know how much care that you give and how much energy that you provide. So um, that in itself is fantastic because there are so many programs out there is like okay you're going to do this and then you know you're on your own yeah so no, the this care, is very different yeah mm -hmm. and the confidence that it would then provide for everybody involved the family the children uh and knowing that you're being taken care of that things just aren't dropping off at the end of the at the end of the world you know so so um, <laughs> i think absolutely vital one of the things is that you know, for everybody that I've worked with at some point or maybe even all the way through the process, life has been getting in the way. I've had somebody who had the big C scare, you know, a mum with the big C scare. I had another one whose mother was dying and 
um, you know, there's just stuff. That, that's what life is. There's always things yeah. getting in the way. So it's at those points where people can need that little bit of extra motivation and support to keep going with the process because when they've done the process with the child is taught, um, then the results last for a lifetime. And I'm not saying that as some kind of, you know, um, great advertising thing. It's been, as I mentioned before, it's been used around the world now for the last 40 years. So there, there are people who used it with their own children very successfully, you know, 30, 35 years ago, and now their own children are using it with their children. And I've got a an, in, uh, an endorsement from a Dr. Eileen Feeney. She's a registered MD and psychiatrist, and she says, I'm a, medic, a qualified medical practitioner and psychiatrist. I've used the technique of sleep talk for many years. Sleep talk is a safe, effective, and a very valuable process. Um, I found it... Oh, hang on. No, this is the wrong one. Sorry. There's another one. Um, Okay, I obviously haven't got the right one in front of me at the moment, but um, the, one of the ones in my professional endorsements on the website and uh, that they have used it not only professionally, but they've used it with their own children and now their children are using it with their children. So it goes through the families because it's such a, a beautiful gift. That point you were making before about, um, you know, sometimes the, the shifts and changes can be subtle, that's very true. Sometimes they can be very obvious and in your face, and it, it, it depends. There's, you know, it depends what's going on at that particular child's subconscious level as to how they they respond. Um, and, you know, so I had a lady the other day, uh, one of my acquired brain injury clients. Um, her son had a a near fatal. Well, he was he was uh, clinically dead at the age of 19 from a, a dreadful asthma attack. Um, he'd had a shocking history of asthma, and it has left him uh, totally physically dependent, without speech, um, without being able to feed himself. A whole lot of horrible, mm -hmm. horrible things. And he used to wake um, in terror at night, with obviously some kind of awareness that he couldn't move. And you know, having maybe nightmares about the asthma attack or something, but obviously, you know, some kind of post-traumatic stress disorder. So we've been working with him for about six months now. Um, first three months, uh, when we did the review at three months, he'd shown remarkable improvement in so many areas, and it's so so um, wonderful uh, to to see his progress. And then uh, last week it was actually I did. Uh, the six-month review uh, with him and with his mum, uh, you know, I'm asking the mum, I don't see the, the person, the child or the, the ABI adult directly. Um, and his mum, in the general comments to start off with, said, oh, we seem to have reached a bit of a plateau, haven't seen too much happening these last three months. And I said, okay, you know, look, it can happen. You, you, you had a really amazing uh, time for the first three months. So then we started going through the form, didn't we, the review form. Oh my God! Wow, we were just rolling around in mirth after the first few questions because the changes had been happening subtly in the background constantly. Like he's no longer wake, waking at all with night terrors. His his sleeping patterns are much better. He's so much more um, relaxed, uh, responsive, at peace within himself. And the you know percentage changes that we were getting in a lot of the categories were 70% improvement, 50% improvement, 40% improvement. And I was saying to this lady, you sure he's really been on a plateau for the last three months? And we were just chuckling and laughing. You know, I was like, yeah. yeah, okay. And she'd been one of these people who'd had a lot of trauma. Her, her mum had been... Um, dying and so on and was living with them and you know so I guess her focus was a little bit off her her son although she, uh, you know god bless her she'd been sticking to the sleep talk process every night doing it consistently but because she'd had a lot of other distractions she hadn't actually been aware of just how much improvement yes. there had been in her son until we went through the review process so that's one of the reasons right. why I insist on taking these uh, specific measurements so 
not only does it give me the clues as to where we need to go for the next uh, block, but it gives uh, you know period, but it it shows the parents too yes. the degree of change, the shifting and changing that takes place. I I do believe that it's a measurement. We need some type of a measurement, and there's different processes out there and. Uh, I, having that, uh, again, that, that measurement is extremely important. I was just thinking, Michelle, like, this would be so fantastic. I mean, this isn't obvious for you, but to bring in two for brain-injured um, people, children, adults, and, like in the hospitals, and, and for uh, working with, uh, the, you know, the nurses. If, I mean, I guess it's just endless how you could use this, but um, it, it would be fantastic. And I was thinking of you the other day as I was having a coffee, and this young man, you know, he he, uh, very nice man, maybe, you know, early 20s or whatever, but he was in a car accident. He had to have it tattooed in his arm, the date. And we asked, well, what does that date mean? And so he could remember. So someone who's had been in a serious um, accident like that, are you – you know, and, and he—he's very his his um, speech was very very slow. Um, he was still able to, uh, his coordination was very very poor. Uh, he was able to use his um, iPhone, so which was great, you know, because that's obviously a great way to communicate and have a life. But what you know, what what kind of results, or have you worked with someone, or 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 as to the process where it could help someone who's had that severe brain uh, trauma? Thank you for asking that. That's a great, great question. Um, I, uh, this, the Golden Sleep Talk process, it's designed for children. Um, but the way I first, uh, well, I knew about Sleep Talk for Children for a while, but I only knew about it vaguely. I, you know, I hadn't gone into it. And the founder of Sleep Talk is um, a friend of mine, and she was uh, Joan Golding, and she was around at my place one day for coffee late afternoon, and uh, had coffee, had a good chat, blah blah blah, saying goodbye to her, um, and just ask her casually, did she have anything on that night? And uh, she answered me, and then she, and I, I then said, oh, I'm going to see um, Dave, my acquired brain injury client in the the nursing home. And then it's like this massive light bulb moment went on and I thought, wow, I wonder if I could apply the sleep talk principles for working with adults with acquired brain injury. And Mm -hmm. so we actually went and sat back down again and started talking again. So that was my impetus. Dave is a client that I've actually worked with for a number of years um, doing energy healing work and some uh, you know, hypnotherapy CDs and things. He was involved in um, a very serious car accident. He's 30 years old now, so the accident was 10 years ago and he smashed the left side of his head in. Uh, he must have hit this power pole at a very high speed and smashed the left side of his head in. So he has been left... The first time I saw him, it was incredibly confronting. He was basically near vegetable state. He had no movement in his body, uh, his no speech, uh, he, well, no voluntary movement. He has no bowel or bladder control. He's fed through a tube in his stomach. And um, he was 20 when he was put into this aged care home with, you know, old people basically but that was the best that could be done for him so I was you know I I met him through his mother who came to me as a client and so on and I was doing my thing and he was having all these other therapies and for a while he improved and then he plateaued and there'd been no real change in him for a long time despite having speech therapy and occupational therapy and massage and the energy healing with me and so on he, he really hadn't shown any sign of improvement so working with Joan, um, we worked out a system of adapting the sleep talk principles and I decided that I'd get my accreditation as a sleep talk consultant as well. So the results that I've seen with Dave, who's now 30, still in this aged care facility, and it's not just me, you know, the other allied health professionals who work with him have all noticed the changes as well, especially the occupational therapists and uh, and well, particularly the occupational therapist, she's seen massive change in him. From someone who was obviously incredibly angry with himself, 
Um, and you know, that's my psychic side. I kept getting those kind of messages coming through. In fact, I mm-hmm. saw him. He, he kept giving me this same image over and over of him uh, as a little consciousness inside this massive empty shell of a body, banging on the inside. You know, help, help, get me out of here. And, uh, you know, that that I broke my heart. Um, still makes me feel really emotional. But it, it's that sense of, yes, there's still, you know, there's still a conscious person in there. He just can't control his yes. body to get anything out, to get any expression with the outside world. Mm-hmm. So we started the sleep talk process. Within a few days, he's uh, more relaxed. He's more responsive. Mm-hmm. Um, he has less of these spasming attacks that he used to where, he, you know, it would just be like his arms and legs would go absolutely straight out hard and rigid and he had no control over that. And for the first time in 10 years, he's actually spoken a few words. That is mind-blowing. And the other thing, which I'm still seeing him, you know, because all the therapists, we're still doing what we've been doing with him. That hasn't stopped, um, but we're incorporating the sleep talk as well. And I saw him last week for an energy healing session and I was working on his arm, his left arm, which is notorious for being stiff um, and hands clenched and so on. And what I discovered as I was working with him for the first time ever, and I'm just gobsmacked watching this, he seemed to be really straining and he was efforting and he'd been focusing on my eyes. It was perfect eye contact. And then... He started a lot of struggle and efforting, and I'm thinking, do you, ha- you know, are you in pain, Dave? You know, it's a headache. And then I started to see his left wrist moving slowly up and down, which I've never seen before. And then I realised he was making the effort to move his wrist, and then not only that, oh. but his elbow started to move as well, and his shoulder. And I'm, I'm just, oh. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you know, he, he's never done this before. And obviously, it was a lot of stress and strain, but the new neural pathways are being built to through neuroplasticity to allow these improvements, these changes. So, you know, here's me, I'm trying to be normal, giving him his session, and I feel I'm inside, I'm doing my happy dance. Um, oh, of course, being, being young, uh, you know, if I'd been 20 years younger, probably I would have grabbed my phone and videoed the movement. But here's me, you know, uh, that wasn't the thing that came to me initially. I just, happy dancing, so, wow, this is incredible. Um, so, you know, things like that, the results are phenomenal. And I'm finding the results with the acquired brain injury clients that I'm working with are very similar to the results that I'm getting with um, the, you know, the the normal kids that I'm working with. So, uh, and that's predominantly around, you know, feeling happy within themselves, more relaxed, more at peace, uh, and so on. So, yeah, it's it's this stuff is mind blowing. It has so much potential. I'm also looking now because I'm doing my private research into working with adults with acquired brain injury and severe acquired brain injury, not just little bit, but, you know, really severe acquired brain injury. I'm looking for more pro bono case studies to work with over a period of 12 okay. months because I I'm, I'm, want to get research data behind me um, so that I can then present this to a more mainstream audience, you know, such as as nurses and um occupational therapist yeah. organizations and remedial speech therapy organizations and and so on to get that credibility um, because the process is so simple but it has such amazing results you know it can be poo-pooed of, oh you know well that's never going to work is it kind of thing but it does but I need that research data behind me for acquired brain injury so if any okay. of the listeners have anyone that they know of with severe acquired brain injury please uh, just contact me via the contact form on uh, unconditionallyloved.com.au and we can have a a discussion around that. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world. uh, Obviously, Dave, uh, this guy who's my inspiration for doing the ABI work, um, I've been doing other work with him anyway, but normally I don't get to see the person... uh, with the acquired brain injury or the child at all uh, it's all done through the parents the carers or the guardians Um, so 
the sessions are done, the training sessions and the review sessions are done on Skype. If you're in Melbourne, that's fine. You can see me in person, but most sessions will be done on, on Skype or international phone hookups. So, uh, you know, it, wherever you are in the world, it doesn't matter, but I would love to hear from you. Um, obviously, not only if you have someone in, in, that you know of with a the acquired brain injury that may benefit from this work but you know uh, with any questions you have about any aspect of sleep talk for children you know because it works for any childhood issue and and you know makes children just feel happy and more positive about their lives Michelle, from the get-go can i ask you and now uh, you've mentioned neuropathways but for the listeners that may not know exactly what that is and it's good for me to hear an explanation so it works with the neuropathways can you explain to me how the neuropathways how this affects or electrifies or um how does that work with the neuropathways okay so how, what, what are the connections so um specifically around acquired brain injury or just generally? Just in ge generally. Okay. To begin so with. Generally, um, you know, we have... Uh, every experience that we have is recorded uh, in our, our subconscious mind. And um, as we're getting older, uh, you know, say from age five onwards, that's not really older, but from age five onwards, we then develop this conscious critical ability to filter information to see whether it fits with our existing belief sets within the subconscious mind or not. So the, each belief is represented by uh, a nerve pathway, so a collection of neurons that have joined together to form a nerve pathway. So it's like an automatic pathway and when that's triggered, you get a certain response or a certain belief is triggered. So for... Um, and one of the ways which the sleep talk works is by creating new nerve pathways which over time will supersede or alter the existing pathways of beliefs so that's why it doesn't happen you know in the, the space of overnight kind of thing it can certainly uh, you know what will happen initially is that the new beliefs coming in from sleep talk uh, will sit alongside the existing beliefs and then eventually they will take over as the new nerve pathways are created. So we're actually creating nerve pathways within the brain and that's why this process lasts for life and that's why this is so important because we are bypassing fully and completely in the training uh, you know, when, when I train parents how to do this, I train them how to completely bypass the conscious critical mind and plant these suggestions to create the new nerve pathways directly into the subconscious mind. So there's no filter okay. that they go straight into the subconscious mind. So the parents then do not have to have any previous um, no. Um, no, knowledge no. as to that? You don't have no, to be quote a or, or any of that, knowing that they have the capability and... Um, the go-ahead and they're safe to do this on their own with your with your guidance. Yeah, absolutely. I give um, parents several choices depending on their circumstances. I'll, I'll pick probably the choice that's better for them. How, how uh, usually it's about 45 minutes after the child has gone to to sleep. Uh, training the parents how to go into the bedroom with very simple instructions, not knowing, you know, not needing to know specific brainwave frequencies or any of that technical stuff. Just training the parents how to raise the child back into a, uh, a level of awareness, which is, it's called an alpha state, but the, the parents mm -hmm. don't even need to know that. It's just a level of awareness where the, uh, perhaps the child will stir a little bit or um, turn over or whatever, and that's the, the time to administer these statements. But when, I, I need to train the, the parents in how to do this. And also, the way the parents talk as they deliver these sleep talk statements is critically important as well. Uh, and there are other you know, factors, say background sounds and so on, which uh, we go through to really train the parents in exactly how to deliver their sleep talk statements at the most optimal level for their child. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And do you find that when the um, 
you see improvements with the child that can it be like almost an automatic shift for some of the other family members without um, receiving the, um, the, you know, the process? Is that something that they could just, by, by, by fact that they're living within the same quarters, that they benefit from it? The behavior and the changes of the person receiving the process? It's very interesting because often the whole family is incredibly dysfunctional to start off with because if there's one um, person in the family who is exhibiting very challenging behaviours, perhaps aggression, sibling rivalry, uh, you know, any of those um, kind of things, bedwetting, all those childhood issues, um, it, it, you know, throws a lot of stress on the other family members perhaps there's one uh, family member who's you know the 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 challenging child one who is um, taking a lot more of the parents time and attention than the other children so the other children feel a lot of resentment whether it's expressed openly or not and that can play out in many many different ways so one of the reasons is uh, with the sleep talk that we don't ignore other children within the family. The process is used with any of the children in the family up to the age of 16 years, whether that child has any obvious issues or not. So all of the children in the family get the same thing, just the statement's customised for that specific child. Um, And it's amazing how quickly shifts and changes start to take place within the entire family dynamic. Things just settle down. Everyone's happier. The the um, improvement between mom and dad. You know, if they're in a two-parent family, this works. Whatever the family structure with with sleep talk, but you know, in a two-parent family, there's often a lot of stress between the husband and wife over the the, the children or over the child. Mm-hmm. And this all starts to settle down. You know, a lot of the comments that come back is, oh, I feel I've got my life back. Thank you. You know, these kind of things. So it has that ripple effect through so many different aspects of not only the the person's life who's, or the child's life who's receiving the sleep talk, but, you know, the whole uh, surrounding family and extended family and, and so on. Now, I, I'm, I'm so interested also, uh, Michelle, at how this uh, works with people with autism or Asperger. Uh, I'm just thinking of a client that I have and seen some improvements with her Asperger. Um, but um, I'm just thinking, wouldn't this be a wonderful process for her to learn because she's been labeled as having a degree of um, autism or Asperger, I should say, that maybe that she could work with children herself. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things, uh, and I'm sure you'd probably back me up on this one, is it breaks my heart when I hear of children that have been diagnosed um, on the autism spectrum and um, being medicated with things like Ritalin. I mean, Ritalin's a central nervous system stimulant it's used by or abused by teens for its stimulant effects so and it's it's prescribed to reduce hyper um, active behavior in kids you know with ADHD or some autistic kids but it has side effects with it and it's not curing anything it's just making that child easier to manage for you know parents and teachers around that child and um, I and there are other drugs which are used which, um, you know, have horrible side effects. And yeah. it, it sets kids up for life on being stuck on medication. So for me, I have a particular passion about working with children on the autism spectrum. Um, often I feel that, you know, there are misdiagnoses as well. There are children and, you know, without getting too woo-woo and um, left of center kind of thing, there are children who are called crystal children or even um, indigo children who are maybe having trouble adapting to the energy of their experience on Earth. And this comes out in behaviours which are often diagnosed as being on the autism spectrum. So helping children through the sleep talk process to feel calmer, to feel safe, um, to feel loved, it is so, so powerful. And also with children that are on the autism spectrum, They've probably been dragged from, uh, you know, doctor to specialist to this, that and the other and been sitting there time and time again where the parent has been hearing that, and the child has been hearing that there's something wrong with them. 
they mm-hmm. have a problem they're not right they're defective so this is these beliefs have all gone in at the subconscious level how damaging is that you know i'm to have these beliefs of oh i'm not lovable because there's something wrong with me you know the, yeah. that is is just so damaging so the the kids that um i've worked with on the autism spectrum um it's the the kind of results that are being achieved are feeling much more settled there's less um incidence of things like bedwetting anxiety levels seem to have calmed right down there's more engagement um sometimes children have found a friend they've been you know social with a uh, a friend for the first time which has been something they've never done before they're more affectionate they're less aggressive obviously there's a massive variation of symptoms on the autism spectrum uh, but these are the most common kind of things that that show improvement and usually the improvement starts to show very rapidly but once again don't stop the process just because you see signs of improvement you know very early on in the process keep going so it locks it all into place now what about for an older um, I'm actually again thinking of this client, but she's in her, you know, late twenties. So, can you get the same results um, for you know past the age of sixteen? So you're in your twenties, thirties, forties as an adult. Can you? That's a really you, good you, question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, one of the um, you know, and this is all uncharted territory because the founder um, Joan Golding has kept the process very much to working with children. I'm you know experimenting and doing my research because I believe passionately that it does work, that the principles, maybe with some slight tweaks to make them more relevant for adults, um, that it, it can work just as well for adults. But, you know, that's a whole other issue. But in answer to your question, one of the acquired brain injury clients that I'm working with who uh, got his acquired brain injury through multiple episodes of epilepsy, which left him with permanent brain damage, he has uh, or was displaying uh, a lot of autistic symptoms. Now, he, off the top of my head, I think he's 32 from memory. Since we started Sleep Talk, in fact, within several days of starting Sleep Talk, he started to show massive improvement. Um, he now has a friend for the first time when he goes to respite because he lives at home with his mother uh, pretty much full time but he has a little bit of time out at respite he's now for the first time in 32 years got a friend that he plays with he is really really affectionate towards his mum he's more confident he has a go at doing things whereas before he lacked confidence so he now uh, he's mobile to a degree not hugely mobile but he is mobile Um, you know he will help his mum he'll get things out of the fridge and he's just so much happier and more relaxed within himself so you know she raves about the process I says it's just marvelous so I'm assuming that that would answer your question that you know with uh, someone who's on the autism spectrum who doesn't have uh, necessarily all the physical handicaps that this particular uh, young man I'm talking about has that it would also be a benefit to her. I don't see why it wouldn't be a benefit to her. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's exciting. And as you're talking, I'm thinking of all these possibilities and and beyond possibilities of how this can be applied in society. As I mentioned earlier, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder is on the increase. That's just Absolutely. the way it is and on this planet on Earth. <laughs> and, and wouldn't it be wonderful, obviously, you know, but to get this program into so many levels of society and as to the medical system, the educational system in general, um, yeah. it's fantastic. I want to get um, it into um, specialist schools for autism. That's one of my things on my to-do list and once again it's about getting the degree of mainstream credibility and uh, you know case studies I mean they're already hundreds and hundreds of case studies but they're not necessarily well they're not all on the autism spectrum obviously Um, but yeah it's that the potential in this is absolutely massive and that's why I'm so so passionate about doing uh, this work because yeah. it, uh, you know you mentioned before about um, 
that PTSD is on the increase. Is it any wonder with what we're subjected to on the media, you know, even from young children? It, you know, we can try to be the best parents we can, but sometimes something will happen. Uh, for instance, with my own daughter, um, who's now 20, so she's a little bit past the sleep talk stage now, but um, she, I'd left her in front of the, the TV one morning when she was very young and she was watching the cartoons on the ABC, which is a commercial-free channel um, in Australia and you know they have the quality shows and early mornings they have cartoons for kids but you know they're big good kind of cartoons not violent or anything and so I was I left her on a chair in the lounge while I went out to the kitchen to make breakfast and when I came back much to my horror there are planes crashing into the side of the World Trade Center and exploding. And that was, you know, breaking Mm -hmm. news, which had come in straight in the middle of the cartoons, had taken over the time slot from the cartoons. So she's sitting there watching planes crashing into buildings and exploding. And she goes, oh, my God. And what kind of effect would that have had on her at a deep subconscious level? So... Uh, PTSD can start from something as easily as that, uh, you know. Even with the best parenting in the world, uh, right. you know, it's, things can happen so easily that instill beliefs in the subconscious mind um, of it not being safe, um, or a person isn't secure, or maybe they're defective, not good enough, and or not lovable, or all these kind of things. And as yeah. long as those beliefs are sitting there, it impacts the the quality of that person's life permanently. Well, I, I, from what you're saying here today, Michelle, and the very little, and um, now I'm learning more and more as we're talking. This is absolutely essential for everyone, as far as I'm concerned, um, to to learn the process and and to pass it on, educate others. Um, Michelle, you have a couple of things I do want to go over with, and if you could please provide information. Now, I'm going to have this downloaded on my website, uh, WhisperingEnergetic.ca. And uh, passing this all also on to Michelle, but you have a couple of um, links that I'd like you to talk about in the next few minutes, what you're offering. So people can get a chance to talk to you and really um, give them the, the, the time and, and the um, knowledge that they need to, to continue further. I, I think that'd be fantastic. So, um, yes, yeah, so, so if you can give that information, I would really, really appreciate it. Okay, so the easiest way for people to contact me with any questions that they might have is um, on unconditionallyloved.com.au on the contact form. So just click on contact on the menu bar and you'll go straight through and just send me whatever questions you have. And in the meantime, I have um, just a gift that's available, just a simple gift that you might like to have. It's got some... uh, rather fun information in as well as some really useful information that's also on the menu bar on the website just click on gift and it will take you straight through Um, and the other thing is the special offer that I have with sleep talk that's the one-on-one consulting package with me for six months there is also um, an online parent training version that uh, p- parents may prefer to do in their own time. That's also available for a 25% discount. You'll find that on um, the menu bar as well. But the the link to the special offer, which is uh, a substantially discounted package offer with me for the six-month one-on-one training, uh, Brenda's going to put it on her website. If you're on my uh, database, I'll send it out to you as well in the replay email. But for anybody else uh, who doesn't have access to that for whatever reason, go to the blog on unconditionallyloved.com.au and it will be the first blog post with the link. It will just take you straight through to the special offer. Otherwise, the special offer, um, the, the link to it is the whole link is rather long. So that's that's the easiest way. Just go onto the blog, click on the first um, blog post and it will take you straight through. Okay, so um, I think we probably covered what I, I do in the this six-month program, but just to really refresh people's minds. So I have three uh, private consultations. Each consultation will be approximately 90 minutes to, to two hours. 
and the first consultation I'm finding out all the background detail about the child, about the family dynamics, um, presenting issues and so on. We do a very comprehensive um, analysis of where that child is at now and I train the parents in the foundation statement, how to administer the foundation statement and then I check with them the following day to see how they went, were there any issues and so on. Then each two weeks um, the parents touch base with me, they're free to contact me at any time they have any questions though and um, we do a three month review which is also very comprehensive to see where the shifts and changes have taken place and what else we need to do if anything, if we need to modify anything or keep going exactly as we are. And then I do a final review in six months to see if uh, any further work uh, is required in any area whatsoever or if um, all the changes that have been made and that you know that's that's the end of that process, and then encourage the parents to go on a maintenance process for a couple of uh, just you know a couple of nights a week um, on an ongoing basis. So the it's a very empowering process for people, uh, for parents, and it's only two minutes a night. So it's really really simple. It fits effortlessly into people's pro, um, you know, nighttime routine. It's as easy as just you know brushing your teeth at night. It it just fits into Perfect. the routine. So that, think, that makes it very simple. And some of the, um, the, you know, the common kind of things that sleep talk is, is used for, um, they're things like bedwetting, um, oh, hyperactivity, ADHD, um, sibling rivalry, bullying dynamic, lack of confidence, phobias, fears, anxiety levels, night terrors, and, and so on. So there's... It basically all the things that children struggle with as children that it, it really yeah. works across the board and you know the heaps and heaps of case studies on my website uh, and a few included in the offer uh, you know to to give you that kind of information and you know it's been been proven around the world over 40 years so it's not not a newbie on the scene um, and it's had great results uh, you know over 40 years as well. Well, Michelle, for the fact that you've been in practice yourself for over 20 years as to your angel wings healing, you have a lot to bring forward. And, uh, again, it sounds like a fantastic process. I would love to hear more. And when I find this young man, when I go for coffee next time, hopefully I'll see him. And I I will definitely, I would love for him to contact you because I just feel like, you know how that synchronicity, how you're supposed to meet someone at the right time and I, I do believe that this young man uh, would. Um, we're supposed to. I'm supposed to connect him with you. So that's Beautiful. what I, well, I, 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 I'm I trust you. being guided to do. Yes. So that's fantastic. Oh, the other thing you actually just nudge my um, memory with something mm-hmm. too, because I've been in private practice as a therapist for 22 years now. Oh my God. Um, that I have had obviously heaps and heaps of experience of working uh, with all sorts of different people. So I bring that experience to the table too uh, with parents of Sleep Talk children. I offer uh, discount private sessions with me as well for the parents if there are issues of themsel- for themselves that they would like to, to work on because often doing this process, saying these statements to the children in this particular um, voice that they they use, you know, so slow rhythmic okay. kind of voice. It brings up their own stuff, and yeah, so it, it, it's it's amazing what comes up. So it can be like a massive clearing for the whole family. That's what I was, um, yeah, referring to earlier. I, absolutely, uh, I, I'm sure that it is. And again, with your this has been your life of uh, of service. Um, I, I think it'd be fantastic for anybody to uh, take up this, learn this new process, add it to you know your existing work. Um, I mean, I'm I'm very interested in that myself. And and then it's like, how can we educate the public um, as to the different levels, like you know, on on a government level, um, any type of educational level, and working within the hospitals. I think that'd just be phenomenal. So. This, that's exciting, Michelle. And uh, it, and again, as Michelle uh, had mentioned, um, if you know of anyone that has had brain um, injury, she is will work with them. And so, just please give her a con. You know, 
pass on the information. She is offering this, which is uh, not something common. <laughs> People will do so. Uh, phenomenal. Michelle, thank you so much for coming on. I know there's a lot of information that we could probably be um, covering you know, further today, but that's the time we have, and I appreciate you coming on. And I'll be downloading and give it to you all. So thank you so, so much. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you for having me on the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.